you can like yeah, man, that's groovy a little bit, right? You can bob a little bit. Dun, 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 dun. I like that. It's good stuff. Oh man, I'm so grateful to be here with you guys this morning. Hello, good to see you. <laughs> um, hey, uh, recently, personally, I've been reading through the book of of Acts, and I've been seeing how the believers would gather together and pray for the Holy Spirit to give them boldness to continue. And each, each, each time I see Peter, who's about to speak, it tells us the Holy Spirit came upon Peter, and then Peter spoke. So church, can we do this? Can we all join together in prayer right now for God to give us boldness, for God to give us grace right now to continue this walk? And I want you guys to do it with me, okay? So we're going to all join together uh, um, and pray for the Lord to, to move and speak today. Ready? One, two, three. Jesus, we just come before you right now. Father, would you just give us the boldness? Lord, your spirit... Uh, Give us grace right now to continue this walk with you, Father. We love you, God. Would you speak today and give us your grace through the Holy Spirit in your name. And we all said, amen. Why do we gather weekly to hear uh, 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 God's word? Why do we do that? Well, I should not be the only person this day preaching. You guys should be as well with this past week, reading God's word, telling Jesus, say, Lord, speak to me, speak to me first, God, and give, give me your word to then share with your people. We should all be speaking God's word today, church. We gather to encourage each other to continue this walk. And we don't just, just gather to hear one person who spent time with Jesus this week, Right? It's we all spent time with Jesus this week. So today, we're going to give God's word to each other, all right? And um, man, today we have a bunch of giftings here which are not tapped yet. Did you know that the Spirit of God, he's gifted you with a spiritual gift to share with the body? And we can at times... Uh, Tell God, well, I'm not called to be a pastor, so I'm just called to come to church. No, you're called to share your gifting with the body. Don't, don't, do not bury your talent, right? Jesus will come back to see what you did with what he gave to you. It, it, okay, it is, it, is, it is not about you. Okay, it's about the body. So we gather weekly to hear God's word, and because we gather to hear uh, uh, God's word. You're, you're, you will, you will uh, grow with your faith. All right, God's word tells us, tells us, tells us, tells us this right here. Check this out. Ready? This is in Romans 10. All right, join me. One, two, three. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. See, I want Jesus to speak through me to you. And for your, your faith to grow to where then you take a step toward God, right? The goal is to gather, to hear God speaking to you, to get that faith to be like, whoa, and to take a step toward God, which brings me to two, okay? We're not just called to hear God's word, but to what? Be doers, right? Okay, because you can come to church weekly and be like, praise God, good word, amen. That's so good. But, but then walk away. And you didn't even do it. Even the, even the demons believe and shudder, right? But the demons do not walk out in faith. But you do. Three, why we gather is for daily bread, okay? We have to eat today spiritually. If you had dinner one time one week ago, you would be hangry right now, right? Come on, somebody. You'd be like, Ugh. You'd be angry, and you couldn't even walk because you're so weak, right? You'd be like, oh, I'm so angry. We can at times come to church once a week, and, and, and we're, we're frustrated with God. We're like, why do I got these roadblocks? Road you only um, consume one, one spiritual meal, right? 
God wants you to, to consume spiritual food daily. And so, and, right, my goal is not to teach you how to read the Bible. And, right, there's, there's times to do that. But today is to where you hear God's word to you, you get this passion to read it yourself, to where you're like, man, yo, I got to get some bread in me daily, right? See, we, uh, we get... People will come to me and say, hey, Chris, I don't read the Bible because I don't know where to start. I don't know like, where to go, right? It's just confusing. Your issue is not that you don't know where to start, it's that you do not have a desire to read it. If you had a little bit of de- a teeny uh, de- desire, you would start. You'd be like, we're going to get this, Jesus. Teach me how, right? Come on, right? We don't desire it. We don't see the value of it at times, and so we don't read it. We need spiritual food every day, and today is just one of your meals for today, all right? God wants you to be strong spiritually. Can I get a, oh, come on. Don't get me started here, come on. All right, so pastors um, have a job to give you us, to give you food, but with with the goal that you you get 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 your own food for yourself too, pastors' job is to give you food, right? But it is for you to then go get food yourself and to feed yourself because you know you're 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 not a baby unless you are, which we want to walk with you to teach you how to read the Bible, how to walk with Jesus. All right. Two pastors' job is to equip the what the Saints for the work of the for the work for the work of the of the ministry. Your job, right? Your calling is to be Jesus with your work, to be Jesus with your street, to be Jesus with your family, and we equip you with tools on how to share the gospel, how to how to pray, but with passion to do it. Your desire to go out there to share the gospel is stirred when we gather together, hopefully, right? And then three, your pastors, uh, um, pastors will at times believe that your job is to come to the stage once a week to bring God's word and yeah, I did my pastor. No, 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 pastors spend time with people who are hurting. Pastors spend time with people who are sick. Pastors spend time with people who don't know where to go. Pastors give their life up and pick up their, their cross. But it isn't just pastors, it's the church. Jesus calls the church to do this work, church. And man, pastors are human. We're just a part of the body, just like you. We have one gifting, right? You guys got giftings as well. So if you got the gift of faith, then, then you, gotta, you, have to, you have to believe up for the church. If you got the gift of prayer, I want you to pray for me, okay? And so pastors will, will at times get weak and fall. And it's very uh, sad when the sheep turn on the pastor. The sheep should be praying for, for, for your pastors. And today I'm grateful for Pastor uh, Brad. Can we give it up for our Pastor Brad today? <laughs> pastor Brad has, has uh, he's taught me uh, not just um, how to pastor, but, but, but more importantly, he's got character. Brad, Brad, he's got integrity. He is the person that he is at church as, 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 uh, as he is at the store, at the movies, wherever he goes, right? He's himself a Jesus follower. And so one passage which we all kind of established here today that we're called to be speakers, right? We're all called to share God's word. And so check out this verse in Ezekiel, and here's what it says. Can you join me? Ready? One, two, three. Moreover, he said to me, son of man, all my words that I shall speak to you, receive in your heart and hear with your ears. And go to the exiles, to your people, and speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or refuse to hear. So 
it can be a temptation, for, okay, for God's people to, to read the word and be like, oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, that's good to share. That's a good word to preach. Hold on. Did you receive it? Right? God's word is for you first to eat. And you could be weak because you're just, hey, word or word, but you did not grow because you didn't receive it yourself. You got to eat yourself. Church, we have to receive God's word for you first. So we've been in our series called what again? Roadblocks. Okay. We, don't, we do not like those, right? We want to walk and run. I don't like to get this roadblock in my way. Get out of my way, right? So in week one, we... Uh, uh, Pastor uh, 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 Brad, he walked us th- through this thought. He said, if God can't what? He can't what? Transform it. Praise God. We are called to give him our roadblocks, right? To surrender, to surrender them to the Lord. Two, in week two, we had Vichelle, pastor's wife Vichelle, preacher wife Vichelle. She brought a word and she said this. Check this out. Ready? One, two, three. Face your roadblock and let Jesus move it. Come on. We're called to, 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 to face it, but the, let Jesus take it. You got this, Jesus. We don't got this. Okay, week three, which was this past week, we dealt with the roadblock road, uh, bl- bl- of uh, not being forgiving, right? We got to forgive people. Ooh, that's a tough one, right? And here's what we saw. Ready? Join me. I'm defined by what Jesus did for me and not what people did to me. Praise the Lord. So we're gathered today and the youth pastor's back. Uh Uh-oh, we'll see what happens. All right. Okay. So I've been on roads for my whole life. Okay. Now I'm 30. I was born just before the tech boom. Okay, so we used to go outside and walk and stuff and ride on bikes and, and, and get to the trees and stuff and whenever you get dirty and get hurt and scraping kids today, like, what is that? Sun? Ah, right? Like, yo, get outside. There's a road here to walk on. And we used to walk to school. I was little. Yeah. So I started to go here. I started to go here in the sixth grade, and I was a little bit of a culture shock. So I was born in, in North, North Las Vegas town and, 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 and raised there. So what's up? Yeah, the hood a little bit, okay? And then I was raised in Pittman, the hood again over here in this city. So your boy's from the hood a little bit. Right, Shaq? Okay. All right, man. <laughs> Are we cool with that? Brad, like using, okay, yeah, the hood and stuff. All right, so, all right, so uh, when I came here, it was a culture shock, like, especially with, like, the parents, okay, okay, at times, bombs were, like, watching over the guy, I was like, yo, chill, mama, dang, like, your son got to have some freedom here, right, so I had to come back to my, to my, to my, uh, to my mom and was like, mom, why are you so, like, chill with me, like, walking down the roads and stuff, like, I just have this freedom, I'm like, is this like a cultural deal because you're a Honduran and stuff? You're like, oh yeah, just 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 go out and play for the Lord, you know, whatever. It's like, is this a cultural thing? And she and here's what she told me this. I won't forget this bomb. She said, Well, Chris, I trust the Lord for your life. And then she said, And you haven't given given me a reason to not trust you. And that was the greatest word that she could have given to me. It gave me strength. But one day I tested that trust. <laughs> I used to go to the park and hoop, right? And, and, this, and this rule, which, which wasn't this official rule, but it was a rule, is come home before what? Before the lights go out, before it gets dark outside. We were, we were not like raised with this gated community. Hello, check-in, sir. What are, what's your name? No, we were just like, yo, what up? Just come in, everybody. Do whatever you want up in here, right? So we were there, and uh, we, it, was, it was a little rough sometimes, okay? Like constant like, fights and stuff, and people tell me, Chris, if people would, like talk to you and whatever, do whatever you tell me, bro, I'm going to kill them. I'm like, oh, don't kill anybody, please. God. Is, are we good with that, with killing stuff? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, yeah, you got pretty gangster sometimes over there in Pittman, all right? And uh, cops were like, yeah, what up, Bob? You know, we do the cops, you know, names and everything. So anyway, um, I one time, it was about 9.30, so I was flirting with the darkness a little. I was like getting late, right? It was getting late. And then uh, my buddy 
Edgar Bonilla, okay? We went to kinder through fifth together, and we were in 10th uh, grade at this time. And we were walking home, and this was one of the first times that God was powerfully speaking through me the gospel. And he was just like this. Really, bro, no way, Jesus is like that? He was just receiving God's word, and it was like so radical, like the Holy Spirit was moving, and I was just giving this to the gospel, and he received, and he was just like, Lord, and he prayed right there, and I was so on fire. I was so stoked, like, God, and so your boy ran home. I was like, yeah, uh, my phone is dead, Uh uh-oh, okay, parents, when the kid, right, when your phone is dead, you're just like, "Uh uh-oh, so I ran home. Got there. Now, if you're, if you're here today, you're, you're, you're Latino. Can I get a hola? Hola. Can I get a arriba? I don't know. I don't know. That was kind of stupid. Yeah. Arriba. People don't say that, okay, with like Latino culture. People don't go, arriba. Okay, it's, it's a weird thing. Anyway, so if you're Latino in here, you know that people get passionate. People are like, is your, is your mom upset? No, she's just passionate. Okay, if you, all right? If 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 you're if you're from uh, Italia or 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 you're Italian, you also got that too. Is your mom upset? No, she's just very passionate. She's like, grab the cannoli, ah, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. She, so we had a passive bomb, okay? She ain't mad, she's bad. But the scary part is when they get quiet, bad. I came in all joyous. Yeah, God, he's so good. He's food. Everybody received. Was, I came in. Hey, mom. She's like, hold on, hold on. Callate la boca, okay? Uh, no, 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 stop. No, 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 Christopher, stop. There is not one thing that you can tell me which will get you to not be in trouble right now. I've been worried, sick about it. I've been praying for the Lord's grace to cover you, for, the, for Jesus to be with you. And, and so I was like, wait, 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 please, 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 hold on. Mom, Edgar Bonilla, he was like receiving Jesus as it was the most powerful time of the word of God. It was amazing. And she said, this is the only thing that you could tell me. <laughs> Which will get you for not being in trouble. How was it? How was it? How did he say it? Mom, Mom, I love you so much. Truly, though, parents, what your children need is you to walk with Jesus authentically. Not perfectly. But when you, 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 uh, when you uh, mess up, you repent to God to each other. Your, your kids need to see you with an authentic walk with Christ. It's the greatest work you, that you could do for your kids, parents in here. And mother, you have been that, uh, that walk for me. Um, uh, mother's day is in one week, but I won't be speaking there, so I'm gonna tell you this right now. My mother, just like how Paul told Timothy, the faith in your grandmother was in your mother, and it's in you now. Timothy, I see it. And mom, you birth, you birth physically, and praise God you did, because I know that hurts and that's hard. Girls, I'm so happy that I'm not a girl, but you guys are the goats. Can we give it up for the women in here who have given birth to us? Come on. We wouldn't be here without you. Y'all went through the cross for us with that. You denied yourself. Come on, somebody. And, but you did your faith. You birthed spiritually too, mom. Your faith. Um, how God threw you gave me a faith that is with me today. I love you, Mom. Your parents are not perfect, but parents don't seek to be good for yourself. Seek just Jesus and repent when you get it wrong, and your kids need to see that. So... Uh, 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 one of the pit stops that we used to take is we used to go to the corner store called Seven uh, What Eleven. Oh, <laughs> uh, what Eleven? Seven Eleven. Uh, you don't like. Yeah, you're not supposed to pause on that word. Like Eleven. All right. Anyway, so we went to that corner store. We would get a Slurpee and a bag of Ruffles sometimes, and we would just do that. And it was like a little thing. We would get to our bikes and go there, and it was great. So today, church. Okay. All right. We're gonna take a little pit stop today. In Matthew, guess what chapter? What? And chapter what? 11. Come on, somebody. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. Join me here. We got it on the screen, though, if you didn't bring your paper Bible. Can y'all still bring your paper Bibles here? Come on. This is good stuff right here. Okay. Join me. Take a, man, that, wait, wait, can you go back? Ah, uh, 
Slurpees. I used to just love going there. Okay, ready? Bad to have a join me. Ready? And hey, Jesus, Jesus, uh, he will at times give you a hard word to cause you to stop in your road, to test what road are you walking on. God's word is supposed to be a a a, a mirror to see: Are you walk as your walk? Uh, Jesus' walk. So would we come to God's word with, Lord, teach me and correct me, Father. Okay, ready? Check this out. Join me. One, two, three. Enter by the narrow gate. Jesus, Jesus is talking right now. Ready? For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. When you hear this word, it's like, that's a hard word, Jesus. Like, I'm not encouraged right now. It seems impossible to follow you. You mean that few people go down the path of life? What? And two, it's like, am I one of those people? Right? Jesus, uh, is it me? Hey, baby. All right. And so when I was like, like uh, uh, when I was uh, wrestling with this word, I was like, Lord, this is hard. I want to know if I'm one of those people. It seems very difficult. And the Holy Spirit, he is my teacher, and he's your teacher. He teaches you through the word of God. He said, go to Matthew chapter 11. So ready? Check this out. Come to me. Jesus' call to you is this, come to me. Don't conquer this road, no, 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 come to me. Ready? Come to me all who what? Labor and are what? And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, which uh, this yoke was this, was this yoke uh, for two, two, two beasts to carry, to carry the burden, right? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am what? Gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your what? Soul. See, uh, right? Uh, uh, people want that soul rest. People want soul peace and soul rest. God, tell me what to do to get soul rest, right? Ready? For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So here is the word for you. Uh, right, the road is hard, but guess what? It's yoke is easy. God, he's revealing to you the road, but he's inviting you to come to him. Yoke with me, Jesus walked that road already. He conquered it. You can't conquer it. Why there's few people who go down that road is people don't want to die to themselves and come and join Jesus. People still want to walk it out and be like, dude, God, can you come and tell me where to go and kind of give me some grace here? But God, I still want to be in control. God, I've given you like, like 99%, but I'm going to hold back to 1%. But, uh, but, but, but church, if that is you today, if you hold back 1%, that 1% will, will never stop wanting to take the whole thing. It's all in. Full death to self. Pick up your what? Cross. So, see, people got it backwards, church, I think. We believe that Jesus is a, is a, 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 a means to your freedom. And yeah, Jesus paid for you to be free. Yeah, he did. He paid that debt. But he gave you freedom because freedom is a means to Jesus. Your freedom was given to you to, 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 to not just be like, praise God, he saved me, and we're going to do whatever we want to do, and Jesus, come guide me, though, still. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Your freedom was paid for you to, to receive that, to then now walk with Jesus, because the goal is Jesus. It isn't to be saved or to be free. You're, you are given, given that gift of salvation, because now you get Jesus. If you don't want Jesus today, you really are not going to like heaven. Heaven's all about Jesus. Everything will bow. People will worship Jesus. 
forever. His resume will be worshipped and not yours. People won't care about your resume. They'll be like, look at, at God's son who took away all of our sins. Check him out. He's beautiful. I think that when I get there, I'm going to be like consumed with his face just for like a thousand years straight, just like this. And then after a thousand years, I'm like, where King David at? He's cool, man. I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> just be like this. Jesus, you're beautiful. I remember when I used to be a kid back in high school, and we used to be like, is heaven just going to be like worshiped like 24-7, just worshiping God around the throne? And when I started to see the value of who Jesus was and started to worship truly, I was like, I hope it is. I love worshiping Jesus. It's my true life. And worshiping Jesus is a, de- is a denial of self, is a cross. Because a lot of times I don't feel like worshiping. A lot of times I don't feel like giving a person glory. I want the glory. Deny yourself. So, we believe that because we have believed in Jesus with concept, we're saved. See, we believe that with this like, like, like westernized view of belief, because, because we agree with it with concept, okay, okay, we're good now. But with the biblical version of belief, it's you gave your, you gave your, your life for, you gave it all up for. Like that's what it is, the call to believe in Jesus, to give up your life, to pick up your what? Cross and follow him. So church, we got people in here who potentially you think that you're more spiritual because you believe. But man, God is not just calling you to believe. He's calling you to give your life for, to give up, to die to yourself. And that is true belief. So here is the tough word from Jesus. Part two, Luke chapter nine. Join me with this one. Check this out. Ready? One, two, three. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. Continue on. Verse 25 here. Next slide. What will it pro- oh, right, right here. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? So go, go, go back for me on that. Uh, 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 go back to verse 23. So guys, I want you to catch this here. We can at times get discouraged because like I have to die for my whole life, pick up a cross my whole life. Yikes, that's hard. I don't know. You know, I don't want to do that. But Jesus' call is pick it up what? Daily. And he, and he didn't tell you this, pick up, a, pick up the, the cross. Because only Jesus could do that one. Jesus was the only person who could take up like that one cross. But guess what? Jesus calls you to pick up your cross. And there's a cross that is fit for you today to walk in. A, de- a de- denial of self. A death to self for you to walk in daily. And can I tell you this? And, and, and this is gonna be intense a little bit. I didn't, uh, I did not give this with the first service. It's okay, Red, we're good. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> we got people here who you're battling de- 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 demonic strongholds in your life. Deep spiritual warfare, because God's word tells us our battle is not against what? People, right? But against rulers and authorities. Guess what? Demons hate, hate, hate the cross. And when you stay in comfort but don't come to the cross, you, you're choosing to stay battling with your demons. But the demons do not want, want that cross. When today you say, today I'm going to deny myself and walk and walk this journey out, guess what? You will get breakthrough. Breakthrough today for your life. Walk in that daily cross. Demons don't, do, not, do not want that. So, can I tell you guys uh, 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 this word too? 
when there is no death, there is no resurrection. We all want resurrection. We all want to be with Jesus. We all want that life, that resurrection, like life for today, too. Because with the biblical uh, view of the word life, it means a longevity, but it's, it also holds with it this quality of life, this fullness of life, this resurrection-powered life. Like, whoa, I feel alive, like full joy and peace and rest for my soul, right? You don't get that if you don't die to yourself daily. But when you do it today, guess what? In that same day, you get resurrection power. And we're wondering, right, with comfort over here, we're staying in comfort. We're like, God, why don't I feel that joy? He's like, did you do the first word I called you to? Pick up your what? Cross. And when we don't do the first word, we're like, God, God don't work. He's like, no, you don't work. You didn't walk out the first word. Pick up your cross. Right, we, we have talked to God with comfort, right? And God's like, I'm just waiting for you. As soon as you walk out today's cross, I get to bless you. I get to give you breakthrough. I wanna do this. But if God does it, like when you stay with comfort, you won't ever move to the cross. And here's the thing, Jesus is not in comfort. Jesus is in the cross. Do you realize that the first time Jesus picked up his cross was not on Calvary? Yes, it was the first time he picked up the, the physical one. But the metaphorical one he picked up a long time ago when he put down his glory and became a baby. Denied himself. Imagine like the worship in heaven for eternity past, being the king, being the king, and he put Put that down for your salvation. Oh, what a king we have. The king is the king's cross. He is over here. So why I daily want the cross is because, guess what? Jesus is there with me. I'm blind. Yes, I got to put on my glasses. So today, you guessed that your road block is, guess what? Is you. You. So today, it's the roadblock of self, comfort, or the cross. Have y'all ever been driving, and you see like bumper stickers, but like those cars who got the bumper stickers like like full with it, right? You're like, you ruined that car. Thing <laughs> ugly. Why you put bumper stickers everywhere on the windows too? You bet, like this is a sin, borderline sin. Like you a Christian too? Come on, man, stop doing that to us. Stop, stop, stop. Come on. We are not that weird, I promise. Okay, no. I'm sorry if that's you, by the way. I love you so much. I, okay, it wasn't an attack on you, like, but we can help you, okay? <laughs> please, please forgive me if we have a car outside that's covered. Don't point at them, too, when they're walking in their car, okay? But when we've been, uh, been on the road, we've seen bumper stickers which say, Jesus is my co-pilot. Horrible theology. Paul is cringing. In heaven, that's horrible theology. Oh, I want to rip that sticker right off that car and pay you for it. Jesus is not your co-pilot. Jesus is your pilot. He's the driver. So I prefer a country star's theology. Carrie, what? Underwood, check this out. Join me with this song. I prefer this song. This is some deep and rich theology. That's the song that I like. That's some good stuff right there. That's rich. And she a Christian too, yeah, you can tell. Whoo. I was worshiping right now. I don't know about y'all. That's rich biblical stuff right there. So we went to that concert, me and Brian Scott. <laughs> he got free tickets and I was like, sure, why not? I personally am not a big country guy, but I'm getting into it. God is working on me, okay? And when she did that song there at the T-Bobble T, T Arena, I was like, yeah. This is good. I like country. This is beautiful, right? 
I mean, you got some country which is like way too simple. Like, I'm with my pickup truck with my wife on the right, and the man upstairs gonna bless me or whatever. You know, like these guys just. I'm like, how long did it take you to write that song? Truly, a minute. Like, come on. And you put some seal up thing, whatever. Yeah, but there's some really good kind of like, this is God's country, like America. You know, like you got to feel that sometimes. Like, yeah, I like that. So it's working on me. It's, you know, it's because I am still part white. Okay. I'm not full Latino. All right. <laughs> My dad's from um, um, Mobile. Okay. Down south, no. Alabama. Well, he was born in Vegas, but his parents came from Mobile. So he was born in Vegas, technically, but his whole family's all, we talk real slow like this. We got grits. And sweet tea, like literally, huh? Right, guys? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so how do we pick up our, our cross? What does that look like for us? How do I do that? What does it look like for me? Can I tell you this? Your most expensive thing that you have is your time. You can never get it back again. You can get you can you can get um, uh, cash back again. You can get cars. You can get houses. You can get jobs back. But guess what? You can't get time back. And when we when we when we when we get up in the morning, your first thought usually is not, "How do I give this time for people and for God?" It's like, "I want to do me, bro. I want to do what I want to do. I got some desires." Your time, which is why, which is why, why we use words like spending time and paying attention, right? We spend time on God. We tell God, I'm never going to give this time back again. God, but I spend it on you. God, but you don't just spend time. You pay attention to him. You pay that, right, to give your attention fully to God. And when we do that daily, we will reap just such great grace and food and power daily. Pick up your cross. See, one of the ways that you could do that is, guess what? Read your Bible every day. Did y'all know that one day persecution could come to this country or people kill you because of Jesus? If you cannot pick up your daily cross to share the gospel with people or to read the Bible daily or to serve the poor, how are you going to do it when, when, you, when you got death right there? Death or Jesus? And the goal is, is that you join those, those uh, um, 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 martyrs before who kind of said, I'm already dead. You can't kill me. I'm already died a long time ago. So we die to ourself. We pick up that cross when we give our time to God first, but to God's people, to, to the world. Jesus gave his time up for the world. And can I tell you this, guys, like who here's been a part of a, a, a mission strip before? Or you like, you used your time to serve people before? Okay. Did, you re, did you regret regret that ever? No, you found joy in that. You were like, that was life. That was everything. That was so good. Man, I want to do it again with one year. Hold on. You could do that daily, though. You could do that every day to find that resurrection life and joy when daily you pick up that. The, where you tell God, today is not about me, God, it's about you first. <laughs> and guess what? God, you can partner with me, whatever you want to do through me today. I'm available to you. And that is the greatest walk you can walk in. See, the devil does not want you to see that type of joy. He wants you to stay here. What do you want? What do you want? Jesus, you don't got to die. What do you feel? Right here. So, uh, 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 hello, hallelujah, baby. That baby is just testifying right now. She preaching or her, him or her, whatever. So, um, I had a story about how I picked up my cross. Do y'all recall that day two months ago when it was like raining and snowing and it was the coldest, windiest day of all time? Do you guys right recall that day? So I had told people that were like, Chris, you should be a part of our, of our. Uh, Fellowship of, of Christian Athletes Golf Tournament Gala, like fundraiser, yada, yada, yada. And your boy was like kind of like stoked. Like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll come. And Have y'all ever told the person yes and you had to cash it in? <laughs> yeah, right? You got to cash it in. 
Okay, he told him yes. So it was that day. I woke up, right? I texted him. I was like, are y'all still doing the tournament? Please, God, no. Are you Yes, we are. Oh, my. Why are you so happy about it? She's like, yeah, we're still doing it. I'm like, stop being happy. This is not good. Okay. I'm horrible at golf when it's the most beautiful day outside. Calm, beautiful weather. You got your little uh, Palmer drink, whatever, you know. Um, and uh, you're just, just chilling, you know, with your boys or your girls. Come on, whatever. And, yeah, but today, that, that day was windy and cold and hard. So we still went. Hey, I, I um, had a team of four, okay, because it was a scramble, which, which means that it is the best ball for your team, which you, which you use again. I probably used my ball like one time, okay, for the whole game. It was pretty bad. Anyways, my teammates were not believers, okay, at a Christian golf tournament. And can I, can I tell you guys this word really quick? Your core people should be Jesus followers. Your core needs to be people who fear God and who love Jesus and who read the Bible and who can tell you you're wrong. But you still need to walk with the world still. You still need to have some people who you know because you could be the only Jesus that a person encountered or the only Bible of that person reads. You still need to have people we're talking to who don't know Jesus. Your core, Jesus. But right here, God wants you to walk there with him. So the whole team was a bunch of dudes who were just cussing like crazy. It's like, guys, this is a Christian tournament. Shoot, dang, don't use the other words. Okay, I was trying to teach him how. Like, don't, how about we change that one, you know? <laughs> guys, we're at a Christian, God, stop cussing, please. So we get done with the tournament. And these guys were freezing cold. Hey, are we okay with that one, Brad? Yes, should I just... Yeah, I won't ever do that again, my bad. I was a little bit too close to the line, okay? No. So, dang it. Um, um, I, we were there, and, and these guys were done. I still picked up Vine Cross, okay? I, you, know, you guys are like, that's not a hard one to pick up. I'm like, chill. It was for me that day, okay? Calm down. I went over to, the, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the, a luncheon with all the rich people and the youth pastor, I mean, come on, bro. I could barely pay for this tournament. It was so expensive. I was like, hey, this is a cross. Here you go. Take my whole life, life, life work. Yeah, my, my, my checking account. Here you go. Right? I get there, and I didn't want to talk. I was drained. And I know that's hard to believe, Chris. You didn't want to talk. Like, calm down. Bro. And I, I get to points where I'm like, I don't want to talk anymore. Actually, it was funny. This one girl, I think it was... Uh, 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 Abigail Peck, your sister told you, I think I know why God gave Chris a stutter. Because if he didn't, we could not follow him at all. If he just had a normal... <laughs> you ain't wrong, probably. You probably ain't wrong about that. So he turns around and tells me, hey, what's up, man? What's your name? And I was like, Dre, I was like, hey, I'm Chris. What's your name? You know, he's like, hey, man. And I start to like warm up to this guy because this guy was just full of love. And so I was like, you know what? I like this guy. So we started talking a year ago, a year ago, okay? I started to do some t-shirts for the church and school. And some people were like, dude, you're really good at that. Like you should start this t-shirt company. And so I was like, hey God, I think I want to start a t-shirt company, but I need you to bring me a person who will walk me through every detail of how to design, what things to use, like take me to their shop. I do the whole, right? Right? So with comfort, I told God that word. I said, God, can you do this for me? And then one year goes by, right? And that day, I picked up my cross, and I went to this tournament. That guy tells me this. He says, hey, man, I started a t-shirt company 16 years ago. And he just wanted to take me. Like he, 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 he told this to me. He's like, how about you come over this week and check it out? I was like, this is exactly what I prayed to God. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm down. So a week goes by, and my wife and I, hello, babe, uh, we go to sushi, okay, because sushi's from the Lord. It was the first meal that Jesus had when he resurrected. He had fish. Come on, somebody. And see, the devil don't want you to like sushi. No, I'm playing. I don't know. Uh, but but, but um, we go to the sushi spot, and we get what? All you can eat. Come on. We don't get one. Really. No, we get the whole thing, okay? And we were like, oh, oh, done, filled up. And we get to the car to go to North Las Vegas to where this dude's uh, shop is. And so when we get to the car, we start to go away. And the Lord speaks to me and says, go back to the sushi restaurant and tell them the gospel. I started to feel fear. And I said, I 
I told I told I told my wife immediately because I can't be a coward once I told her, right? And I said, God, give me boldness. And we go back, and I get there. I'm just like, give me boldness because I'm so afraid. And then immediately when I started to speak, boldness of God just came through. Boom. I denied myself and went to them. And these guys were receiving prayer, and it was the most powerful time. It was really cool. And we get back to the car. We go to the, the T-shirt spot. And this dude is like one of those dudes who we get to, to this shop. It's a warehouse about this size or so. Yes, yeah, you know, it's right. And he's got three people receiving. Receptionist with the front desk, and uh, right, the girl's like, "Hey, um, who are you here to see? We're, uh, I'm here to see Austin." Okay, w- w- one moment, and she goes, uh, right, and she comes like downstairs. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Right, like, welcome. And he walks us through the whole warehouse. Now, this dude had forty-five people who who worked for him. All these people doing t-shirts, and he was doing t-shirts currently for um, 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 Musk with Tesla. He was doing like that dude's t-shirts. This guy was just crushing good business, and he just wanted to give me time. And so he's walking us through, and he's giving us testimony about how you cannot outgive God. He was just telling us about testimonies about how he tied to the Lord, and God just said, "Boom, boom." And guys, can we all um, talk about? Our give day, we raised 170K in one day. Isn't that amazing? God is so good. And so he told me, he's like, Chris, bro, part of the reason why we're still going today and growing is we just give. We cannot outgive God. And then I freeze because the Holy Spirit just speaks to me in such a powerful way. A half a year ago in prayer, I was talking to the Lord around December time. Right, and I hadn't spoken at chapel or at youth group for like a while, like four months. And and the Lord, because I was dealing with fear, I have battled my whole life with a speech impediment. And part of my daily cross is God has called me to do what I cannot do. So daily, I have to say, Lord, I can't even talk. You got to talk through me. Daily, and um. That time I was talking to the Lord and he told me this. He said, Chris, don't bury your talent. Which, which is that parable where Jesus is, is, is talking about the talents which Jesus gives to you. Don't be a coward, it's not about you. Don't bury your talent. It is not about, it's for, it's for my glory. So I started to speak in and why I'm, I'm, I am here today, I've been here about three times in the past like couple of months is because I started to jump back to it and hopefully I'll see you guys again. We'll see you about this one, you know, right? So I get to this guy, hey, guess what? He's talking, he's like, yeah, God, you know, he, you cannot outgive God and I freeze because I read this dude's t-shirt and the shirt says, don't bury talent. And I'm like, and the Holy Spirit just, you're supposed to be here right now, Chris. This is the guy. And this guy spent an hour and a half or so or more giving us all the details, like touching shirts. I mean, more than what I talked to God about. He gave us the whole thing and he was just giving. And for rich people, time is what? Money. Money. And for poor people, I guess, too. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) For people, time is money, right? When you spend time, you can never get it back again. He spent a lot of time with us. God gave me, gave me favor with this guy. Anyways, guys, hey, look. And did you guys yeah, see that? <laughs> right there you go. You see the t-shirt? Okay, is that cool? Okay. Hey, w- hey, look. God wants to do stuff in your life when you, with your comfort, were like, God, can you move? And he's, and he's like, come to the cross and deny yourself, and I will. Watch me do it here. So church, what keeps us from picking up our cross? It's fear. Fear. And God tells us, do not be afraid. It is, it is, it is the number one command in Scripture. Do not be, what? Afraid. He did not say, do not f- feel afraid. He said, do not be afraid. It's a state of being, it's a comfortability with your fear. You get comfortable being fearful and you just stay here, right? It becomes about you. You're with that wide road that people, people, people go on when you stay in fear. And guess what? 
Like, your fear. Jesus. Jesus. He gives you the victory in the middle of your fear. Because you don't have to choose to stay there. Jesus was never in fear one time. He wasn't like, right? He was, Jesus was this person who, 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 who battled fear, right? Oh, I can't do it because, no, no. Jesus, he did exactly what the Father told Jesus to do. He picked up his cross every day of his life. And so Jesus is telling you, come to me, join with me. I will give you rest. It will be an easy yoke, I promise. This yoke is easy. So with the my last word is this. What was God's, God's, God's roadblock? Kind of a weird, weird question, right? God got a roadblock? Who here has got a son? Raise your, raise your hand if you got a son. Okay, would you give up your son for people who hate your family? No, you would guard your son away from that, right? The biggest thing getting in the way of your salvation was this one thing, God's roadblock. Ready? Check this out. Join me, one, two, three. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? The hardest thing for God to do in, the, in his whole eternity was to give his own son in death for you. If he did not spare Jesus, wow, how much more will he with Jesus give you all things you need in life? So can we all stand together? Okay, okay right now I want to do a bold call to you. A bold call, which you may feel some fear, but who cares, right? People will rejoice for you to respond to the gospel, the cross life. So right now, I want to call you to come back to the gospel, the full gospel of, guess what? Die to yourself. Pick up your what? Cross and follow Jesus, yoke to him, come to me. And so if you've been saved, if you've been in church for your whole life, but you're like, hold on, God is calling me today again to pick up my daily cross. And that's you. If you, for the first time, you're like, hey, I don't know Jesus, but, but this really spoke to me because I know that when I walked this journey by myself, it didn't give me what I wanted it to give me. It was a lie, but I'm ready to deny myself and pick up that cross and follow Jesus. So if that's you, we're gonna worship. Okay, we got the team up here. If that's you, I want you to boldly respond to Jesus. If you confess Jesus before then, he will confess you before the Father in heaven. Don't be afraid. People won't be like, where are they going? No, they'll be like, this is awesome. Parents, your kids need to watch you respond to God. So right now, we're going to worship. If you want to just respond by coming up and just worshiping right here to the Lord, come and respond. If you want to get a pastor to pray with you, come, come up. It's okay. We need Jesus. So Jesus, right now. Holy Spirit of God, move in power and give grace. Give your, your, your joy, your, 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 your resurrection power right now, God. God, teach us, Jesus, how to daily pick up our cross. You did it best and you continue to do it. Jesus, we love you and we want to yoke and join with you. Okay, so church, if that's you, just come on up and come up here and just respond to the Lord. Get a person to pray with you right now.